It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The best song ever coming to you by Wallpaper. Pretty sure that's the name of the guy or band or a robot that sings that song. It's fantastic. It's our Friday song. If you don't know that, now you do. I guess this is the first Friday you've listened to. Welcome. We appreciate it. John Boy and Jake Radio. Friday. End of the week, Jake. You excited about Fridays these days? Um, you know what? I normally don't. Um, but this one I am excited about. It's been a busy week. Had a few busy weekends in a row. Um, so as I escorted the lady out the door this morning, I was like, are, are we doing anything tonight? Do you want to do something? He was like, no, not really. I was like, all right. So there's there's rumors of the Ted Bundy doc. Um Wow. Yeah, we might. Uh, I I think we're gonna reset the offense this weekend, and and it it'll make sense because we got a busy couple weeks coming up. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I've grown, and 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 as I say this, we're getting out of it. Uh, I was gonna say I've grown to love the nine to five and weekends off that we've found in the off season of baseball here, but right. like that we have like two left for me. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of out of that. I'm I'm ready for baseball season to just get 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 into that. I I'm better at building a day around a baseball game than building a day around real life. That's pretty good. Yeah, building yeah. a day around a baseball game is so easy. It's every day. Like, okay, it's a day game, night game, night game. Okay, well, I'm gonna record. But we're doing a lot more for talking Yanks this year, yeah. so we're gonna have to find a new routine. I'm excited uh, for the this weekend because I have so much editing to do and we have right. a lot of recording to do but i'm like excited that i don't have the radio show tomorrow not that i dislike doing the radio show i love it but because like tomorrow i can wake up and just edit right away right because i need to i need to get a, a chunk of this stuff done that we pre-recorded the other day just to release my brain i also have these little tasks man that are really like weighing me down like, I don't know if you can see the corner of my couch over here. I'll show you. It's just got stuff on it. Mm. And every time I look at it, I'm like, man, I should tidy that up. And it and now I've, I've done that probably three weeks going. So mm. it's really starting to get to a place of like, fucking tidy that up, dickhead. You've oh, been yeah. saying it for three weeks. All it is is folding a blanket and folding some shirts. So you know what I mean? Like, it's not a big no. deal. So the the devil on my shoulder, or I don't know who's the devil, but there are two voices. One's like, it's it's yeah. nothing. You don't even sit over there. You don't even use that couch. Who cares? 
And the other thing on my shoulder is like, yeah, but you want it cleaner, so just fucking clean it. And they're really at a tug of war for three weeks. And I, my brain is the one getting tossed back and forth. I consider myself blessed to never have had those thoughts. My brain doesn't work like that. You, you've known that. You've seen that from when we lived together. Like, if there's, like, two dishes in the sink, my brain has never been like, man, I, if we get those two dishes and the sink's fully clean. Like, my brain just doesn't work like that. I'm, like the, if, I'm the same with sinks. I, uh... Yeah, I'm the same with like the sinks and the outside and and Katie and I when we moved in together had like big I think they talked about it on the show like we had big fights about it and we've right. both gotten better like I think it's like 2 is the limit now. I'm allowed to leave 2 okay. in there and she's not allowed to clean them herself and then hold a grudge against it. You know what I mean? Right. But if I get like 3 to 5 dishes in the sink, then I'm the bad guy. We've we found Perfect common ground we found. We're, I think we're, because Jess likes to be cleanly, but it, she's, I won't say the lazy side, but like you don't need to be in a rush to get things clean all the time. I think our, our sink rule is like the midway point of the depth. Like if things start, if things start leaking out past midway up the sink, then it's like, all right, like we, that's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. Um, Katie's so not a, like that. It's a yeah. depth measurement. I've got a I've got a couple things that have me oddly excited this morning, Jim. I had one more thing just to tell the audience before we move on okay. from the close. Jake in college used to live off two piles on your floor. Dirty, clean. Like you'd take your clothes yeah. out of the hamper, your clean yeah. ones, and just throw them on the ground. And then <laughs> they'd look very much like like anyone else wouldn't know, but you knew. Like, no, that's the clean pile. That's that was pilot. on occasion. That wasn't that wasn't the par for the course. If I was in no, a rush, yeah, it happened a couple times where you'd pick clothes off, and I'm like, "Well, that's cl- dirty." You're like, no, that's a clean pile. No, and I mean, there's some transitive. A, a good pair of sweats or jeans, they're gonna last longer, so they're not just gonna end up in the dirty pile. I don't have to defend myself on. That. And you know what? I was just about to bring you good news, and no, you don't get it. I, w- I wasn't. Get, that was the one point you thought you needed to get out to the world. Jeez, I didn't think it was coming from yeah. an attack mode. I thought it was wow. a funny story. I, I'll here. I'll tell At, something. I've it been, was sporadic at best. I thought it was relatable for college students. No oh, man. Well, I, I liked my drawers. I live. I but live right now. Life gets you. Katie doesn't clean my side of the bed because the door is on her side of the bed, so she can't see my side of the bed. So, like, if you go right. in our room, it's clean. But if you walk to my side of the bed on the ground, you'll just find all the clothes I wore from the day before. And I, I went into this two-week pattern, and it was while Luke was here during winter break, and I told him about it. And I said I was going to Instagram it on my personal Instagram, which is a weird sure. place. And he was like, don't do that, man, because that's actually pretty gross. And I had just a picture of my jeans on the ground, my shorts on the ground, and my sweatpants like just on the ground exactly how I would have taken them off because I was changing from those three for two weeks straight and I would just step into the holes, pull them up, stand there, drop them down. So it's just like a changing station of three different bottoms. And I thought it was funny. Like I had a picture of the three of them, like been just rotating through this. They go on the ground. I step in them. I pull them up, step in, step there, drop them. And Luke told me that uh, it was gross and that I should not share it with people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about. I'm happy for you. I'm sorry about Luke. I don't know. I don't know what you want there. I thought it was funny, but anyway, what was your what? what you want to talk about today? What's got well, you going? 
it's all it's all gone now. Um, I forget. No, I um I I have a song week suggestion. Something that I was ripping this morning. Not for next week. I know you have next week unlocked. I'm excited. Um, what is it? I think we should do a flight of the Concords week. Okay, that's that's good. Because a couple people that may be familiar with that will like it a lot. The people that aren't will be will have their interest peaked. Speaking, yeah, I like, and they're good. They're good songs to start a show off. Yes, I. uh, Yeah, I tried to show Luke Flight of the Concords, and it was really pissed me off because he was like, "Can we watch not an old show?" And I was like, "It's not that fucking old." Shut up! Wow. (laughs) And he was like, "He was like, Jimmy, this is like such an old show. I don't want to listen to dad humor." I was like, "It's Flight of the Concords." Yeah, (laughs) but he was kind of right. It does look really old. This is HBO. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Fly the Concords week. I was singing part-time model this morning, and that's I'm surprised that's the one that has aged probably the best. Like, I think that's good music and a hilarious, hilarious song. Um, like, the other, ones, the other ones are gimmicky. Part-time model, A, is almost more applicable to today's society, and B... Um, it's like good music. Yeah, most beautiful girl in the room. Like the humans are dead. No, is, I don't. Yeah, I don't like those. That's, I think that's entertaining and funny, but <laughs> it's not a spin on music. Really. All right, I'll add it next week. As I said, is uh, girls' names in the song, which I right. go- I googled, and if you Google like songs with girls' names in the title, you get like three lists. Like it was like. 125 best songs with girls' names in the title. Why are we making lists with 125? I was like, give me the 10. Anyway, I curated my own list. Now, I shared the betting sheet for, right. and, and I think my tweeted out so people can like look at the bets because right now we're both winners. Right. Uh, we're but, making people money. But spoiler, if you if you do that, you will see the songs that... I'm going to use because I'm not going to make a secondary hidden sheet now. You know what I mean? That'd be too right. much work. So, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Um, I can make two. I'll make two different tabs on the sheet. It'll be songs, bets. Don't click the songs tab if you don't want the songs. Don't spoiled. do it. Yeah. Just yeah. don't click it. Yeah. Um, the other thing that gave me a shot of life this morning is. Um, my ever-growing fight with Tuesday that yeah. I, I think some people think, you know, is kind of a, a running joke, and it is to a degree, but no, I hate Tuesday, and I want to bring it down. I want Tuesday to be the consensus known worst day of the week. Everyone Dude. enjoy your bad day. Leonard Skinnerd, Tuesday's Gone with the Wind. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great celebration song. of goodbye to Tuesday. So that's that, like my new anthem. Is that what that song's about? No, but it is definitely about it. <laughs> it's a really good song. It reminds me of Dazed and Confused. It's uh, when uh, the sun starts rising after the the beer bust, the moon tower. But I I think it's very symbolic of like Tuesday is the worst day, and now it's gone. With the wind, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. I think he's sad about it. Like his woman left him on a Tuesday. No, I think he's sad that his woman left, but he's like, well, Tuesday's gone. It's time to move on. 
Okay. Like, I like you that. just expect that from Tuesday. You want me to get a clip of just the, just like the Tuesday's gone part, and I'll just throw it, so sprinkle it into Tuesday shows. Maybe that's how you end Tuesday's show. Oh. Yeah. This is this is exciting, but more work for me. But yeah, if we get like different shows, different songs to open and end, but that's easy because every Tuesday is going to end with. Tuesday yeah, I just think it's a Tuesday thing. Well, eventually we'll fall into endings. I, I think I think no, I think that's like our our takeaway message. Like Tuesday's gone. Okay, all right, sure. So I like I love Leonard Skinner. So that's the good news. Was it a test show for John Boy and Jake Radio, or was it a real show? It doesn't matter. They're all on the feed. When I I was waiting for you to join the chat, so I just started watching Leonard Skinner concerts. And was blown away by how awesome the footage is. I think that was a real show. Yeah, you, we were. I think we were in a big phase. That was kind of like that Kid Rock phase. We were impressed by the Kid Rock concerts. Um, I think there was another. Uh, maybe we looked at some Woodstock stuff. But yeah, we were. We were saying, you know, a, a Skinnerd party uh, during that time period was one of the more bitchin' places you could be. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know me, I just like doing stuff so so much, right. like little things. And yesterday, uh, yesterday, man, I, I fried my brain Monday, Tuesday, and especially what we did on Wednesday, just completely fried sure. my brain. So yesterday after radio, I, I edited one of the episodes, and then I I was just felt like I had a headache, and I was just drained. Mm. I was very much dead. So I, got, I ordered pancakes from the place next door. Mm. knowing I would eat them, get very full, and need a nap. Right. So I basically, like, it was a force-fed nap. Nice. My, my version of warm milk. I ordered banana walnut short stack. I walked over. Mm. I ate them. I walked back, and, and I ate them at the table, and then just went to the couch, and I took, like, a two-hour nap. I took a little nap yesterday, too. It was like... It was it wasn't controlled. It wasn't induced by carbs. Um but it was kind of a uh Yeah, like I was gear I it was between the show and I knew the trade deadline was coming, so I was like, Okay, like what 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 do I need to do? What do I gotta do? And then it was like, yo, I think a nap's coming, so I'd rather hit this before the trade deadline so I could catch up on all that. So there you go. Yeah. Nice nap. Nap Thursday. Nap Thursday. Now, now, now I wake up and I'm like, okay, well, get shit done on Friday now and Saturday, which I'm excited about. Right. Um, there's something else I was gonna say, but I forget it. What you What you do last night? What did I do? I recorded uh, two episodes of Six Pack Cinema. One yep. of them's out today. If you're interested in Hollywood news, and we talked about how they're changing the Oscars, which. Thank God. Uh, go listen to that after you listen to this. Six-pack cinema. Headliners. We do like Hollywood headlines and shit like that. Uh, more entertainment-based. Oh, my point was. My point was, Jake. I said I just like doing things. So yesterday, I was uh, in this weird mode where I, like, I like, didn't want to do what is now work for me. Like edit, like talking Yanks episodes and all that stuff. Right. So I was just fucking around on Netflix, finding movie scenes I like and... Like posted the Happy Gilmore one to Instagram. And then I was like, I should make an Instagram where I just post movie scenes I like. And I was like, no, don't do that. Don't need to do that. I have like five Instagrams already. Still looking for help. Uh, Liam said he'd help on Laughs in the Past. Get in touch, Liam. But anyway, that Happy Gilmore scene is great. 
makes me giggle. Just the. <laughs> you should play. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> just so mean, man. <laughs> for Basic, no Basic, <laughs> quick, and mean. <laughs> I know you like that. For no reason. I just love the, the look on their faces like, what? <laughs> Why'd he do that? Tough. All right. Let's get into sports. My night was good, thanks. The Knicks released Cantor. Ennis, the menace, is gone. Nice. Uh, and the Yankees, Zach Britton, released the H from his name and exchanged it for a K. No longer Zach with an H. He's now Zach with a K. Hal Steinbrenner talked to the media. He said that he always gets hammered for something at the deadline, and right now it's being cheap. But he says that the Yankees are not done, and they're never done until opening day comes. The St. Saint, Saint Francis fended off the devil. Haven't had any word yet, but I think the refs were in on this one as well, which is a conspiracy going around the internet streets and the Islanders beat the Devils. The Islanders are in first place in the Metropolitan Division, Jake, and the Devils are in dead last. Boom, 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 boom. Can we say farewell to Cantor? I've said farewell. Um, yeah, I don't know my uh, the because so Cantor was a lot of fun on the Thunder. Like he was still younger and did good things on offense, and people were like, "Oh, his offense will develop, or his defense will develop, and it'll be really solid." So some of my Thunder friends, Thunder buddies, if you will, still like Cantor and want Cantor a little bit, and then the other half that are pretty tuned into the team are like. No, we don't want Canner. <laughs> like it would, like Canner's first game back in OKC would be fun. Like the crowd would love him. And then just all the old Canner stuff would kick back in. So I don't know. Um some team will pick him up. Um and it's a it's a topic I want to bring up with you. The NBA kind of I'm playing a song for Canner right now. For who? Canner. You like Ray Charles? Don't dislike Ray Charles. Another great performer. Great performer. I think I I think I saw the uh, Jamie Fox movie Ray, and I think I enjoyed that a lot. He won um, best best actor. Look at that. Oscars. The, the Grammys. Um, yeah, Kentrell gets signed somewhere. Um, I mean, if I was a competitive team, I would absolutely say no. The whole thing's a circus. Um, but some someone will. Uh, Knicks also released Wesley Matthews, who they um, another one of the players they got in the Chris Stapps deal. Um, and it was something I want to I want to put you on the spot a little bit about, and just see see if you had any good real or good fake ideas. But the NBA right now, you mentioned how the MLB has the trade deadline and then they have the waiver trade deadline where you can, I don't know, trade players that are getting paid money basically. Mm -hmm. And basketball kind of has the same thing, except it's not a trade market. So this is what happened with the Knicks. The Knicks season is, (laughs) well, has been over, but now that the trade deadline has passed, like 
Cantor and Wesley Matthews, those guys were going to get paid anyways. Cantor was getting like $22 million. Wesley Matthews was getting like eighteen. Um And basically what ba- a, a bunch of basketball teams do is like, well, someone like Cantor is an extreme case, but Wesley Matthews is a really solid basketball player, like 12 points per game, couple rebounds, good defense, hits open threes. Um but because he was making so much money, the Knicks couldn't really trade him because you kind of have to match salaries in the NBA. So they just released him. So basically every year, I'd say there's 10 to 12 players in the NBA that hit the just essentially free agency market and like they join the best teams, which is kind of frustrating. And this is also coming from a Knicks fan because we're never picking up the good player at the after the deadline. Um but it's just really frustrating because a lot of teams don't have to make moves. Like, the Knicks could have probably traded Noah Vonleh, but I think teams were like, oh, we'll just wait for you to cut the other guys and we'll get them for free. And it just makes the best teams better. So at the end of the day, when playoffs comes around, you just have better teams and better players. So for the NBA, it's kind of win-win. But as, like, I don't know, teams and how the businesses should be run, it kind of sucks. It's all all the all those weird uh like circumstantial moves that happen because of like loopholes are always like weird but and then it, they're really hard to control like the waiver wire trade sucks this seems like it sucks It's it's just I'm I'm trying to picture a good comparison like I don't know I guess I guess Oklahoma City we'll see we'll see if they sign someone or if they bring back Cantor but someone like Wesley Matthews could really help them but like the instant Wesley Matthews was cut they were like yeah he's probably going to sign with the Pacers and it was like okay like I mean not not that that's a destination city but um I don't know it seems like the same teams are constantly going to going to own that market so I don't know. I mean, end of the day, the NBA, I don't think they care at all because, again, they get better product out there for the playoffs when it matters most. So um, hopefully the Knicks become that team (laughs) that that gets the good players. Yeah. Hey, Um, uh, if Cantor doesn't get picked up by another team, does he, like, have to go back to Turkey and and be in prison? Wouldn't that be wild? Probably not how it works. That would be pretty wild if he had, like, a work visa and if he wasn't on a team, (laughs) he had to go back. Um, I don't think that's how it works. No, but maybe like in the 1960s, that would be how it works. It's like, better pick this guy up. Otherwise, he's going to fucking jail. (laughs) Yeah. Two two more weeks, Cantor. (laughs) Wrote a lot of checks he couldn't cash because his his play wasn't good. Now he's in Turkish jail. You sure you don't want to sign for the minimum, bud? (laughs) Um, Nothing else exciting on the Tri-State News. Whoa. Oh, I mean, Zach, Zach Britton. Changing his name from Zach with a K or Zach with an H to Zach with a K. Huge news. That's wild. So he said, if you're wondering why, he said on all his contracts, it's spelled with a K, Z-A-C-K. First off, do you have an opinion? Are you a K or an H Zach fan? So no, it'll say for sports, the K is probably better and like being young. The K is probably better, but I kind of like the H for like where Zach Britton is in his current life, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't like the K. I've never liked the K on Zach since I was a little kid. Oh, I thought you said yesterday you did. No, no. Okay, sorry. I have never liked the H. I like the K. <laughs> I'm getting confused. There I never go. liked the H because people can easily just call you Zach as a joke. 
It's a and very it easy joke that I've never heard. Oh, I've I've done it. No, I haven't done it, <laughs> but I don't like it because it, it's. Uh, but anyway, Zach is cooler. K is a cool letter. I think he now that he's in New York, he's getting advertisement deals or or some other form of revenue, and they're going to put his name on things, endorsements, and they're like, hold up, what? Because that's what he said. He said, now that endorsements are coming in, which is a right. shot at Baltimore. Never got any yeah. endorsement deals there. Now he's in New York, going to get some endorsement deals. Got to fix the spelling of your name. He said he just never cared. Right. Which I, I get which that. Is, Who cares? It's kind of the fun athlete mentality. Like, am I really going to go up to PR or whoever I have to talk to and be like, hey, it's actually Zach with a K, ideally. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is... This one is funny because, I mean, you hear this now and then, like uh, the Booger McFarland story that came out uh, a couple months ago or whenever it was. He was like, yeah, you know, I grew up, everyone called me Booger. I went to LSU and I thought like the Booger, like no one had mentioned Booger at all. Like they just called him by his first name. And then the first, the first call by the announcer after he made a tackle or something, they were like, Booger McFarland. And he was like, all right, Booger it is. <laughs> like, like that's pretty good. Um Zach Britton, the 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 H and the K, it's almost nitpicking a little bit. So I kind of get that. Just taking the lazy, like I I gotta focus on pitching. I don't care. Call me whatever you want. Yeah. My 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 least favorite one, my favorite nickname. I don't like how it didn't catch is A Allen Iverson. AI sucks. AI? Sucks. Bubba Chuck. Well, he was is awesome. What was that second one? Bubba Chuck. That's what he got called all throughout high school. Oh, and yeah. Because he had two I, uncles, one named Bubba and the other named Chuck, and they both wanted him to be named after them. So the mom or whoever just shortened it or combined them. Now nah, he's going to be named after both of you. And he went by Bubba Chuck. And the fact that that didn't stick throughout his playing career pisses me off so much because Bubba Chuck, if we had NBA announcers saying that, would be awesome. Yeah. Also, to, he, um, I mean, Iverson's nickname was also the answer, which is a pretty good answer. Well, pretty that's not like, nickname. that's not like Booger McFarlane. That's like his. Right, right, right. It's more of like a moniker than an actual like name you get called. I don't know what, right. I don't that's know the terms true. to differentiate that. Okay. I'll let you think about it because that'll, that'll dig at your brain. You, mean, you, you know, no, you know what I mean though. I know what you mean. Yeah, like something an announcer would call a player. Like we we joke about Dylan Batances has the nickname Dog comma D on yeah. his baseball reference, but you'd never be like, "Here comes Dog comma D," but you'd be like, "All right, here comes Deli or something mm-hmm. like that." Yeah, like or like Boomer Wells. People called him Boomer, but yeah. Then there's other names like I'm trying to think of one, like the Human le- Rain Delay. Trammel or whatever. Like right. No one actually was like, oh, the human rain delay pitches the, you know what I mean? It's just kind of a moniker. But Bubba Chuck would have been awesome. Josh Bringer of Rain Donaldson. Yeah. Here comes up the Bringer of Rain. <laughs> yeah. Bubba Chuck. That's Bubba good. Chuck. Bubba Chuck. Doesn't Bubba look Chuck like, three. does not look like a Bubba Chuck at all. No. I think that's probably why it didn't stick. Like, he, someone probably gave him a Bubba Chuck on a call, and AI was like, yo, we don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. I think I remember a documentary, and he, like, he was fine with it. But I, I don't remember. But that's a that's great nickname, Bubba Chuck. Bubba Chuck. 
So anyway. Got anything on Hal, the Devil, or the Islanders? We got two Devils on here. Yeah, uh, both lost. Both doing very bad. Bad. Yeah, no, I don't have anything. Uh, Hal, no, I don't care about any of that. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't put stock in anything anyone says anymore, and I got to hold myself to that. Wow. It is funny that Hal's like, oh, I always get hammered for something. It's like, well, yep, you do. Me too, me too, Hal. Yeah, I'm hammering myself for not putting the blanket and the clothes away on the couch. Yeah. Well, those clothes are shirts that we got to ship to guests from Talking Yanks, so that's another, like, do that, you dick. Do it. And I'm like, oh, I got to walk to the post office. Do it. The post office is so... People park outside of my house to walk to the post office, so right. I can't drive there. That would be ridiculous. But it's almost as if if the post office was three blocks away and I had to drive there, I'd have done it already. Because then it's like, ah, just drive there, put all the boxes in the car, drive there, drop them off, instead of walking two blocks holding a bunch of packages. That's how my brain right. works. It's like, come on, bullshit. Not a walker. National news. The big news of the day, the Philadelphia Phillies acquired JT Real Muto, one of the best catchers in baseball from the Marlins. Oh, wait, it was barely even acknowledged because basketball rules the world. They had the NBA All-Star Game draft, which was a lot of fun, between LeBron and Giannis. Shocker, LeBron picked essentially every free agent except Kemba because it came down to Kemba or Harden. Pelicans decide to play Anthony Davis for the rest of the season. Like the move, Jim. Play the sport. Lakers-Celtics came on after the NBA draft in one of the best NBA games of the year. Lakers win by a buzzer beater by Rondo against his former mates. We had some more trade deadline deals as it wrapped up yesterday. Markel Fultz, been a while since we talked about him, Jim, traded to Magic Sam's Magic uh, for some picks and Jonathan Simmons for the bench. Miritich for the Bucks. He's a really underrated player, and the Bucks play this hilarious style of basketball where it's just Giannis and four three-point shooters, so he's perfect for that. And then Corey Brewer, your boy that you fell in love with for hanging all over James Harden pretending to play defense, signs with the Sacramento Kings. Ooh, a lot of stuff happening. Am Ooh. I am I wrong, or should Pelican fans be really mad they didn't trade Anthony Davis? Um, no. What? Why would you think that? Because he ask. said he's not going to resign. So now right. you, it would be like the Orioles not trading Manny last year. Get something well, for him. So Jimmy, this is the problem. It it's a problem with basketball. Um. But it's actually kind of a good thing. Uh, so Anthony Davis is signed for next year. Okay, so so he's going to be on the so Pelicans th- next year? So he's not a free agent this year. This was his... So basically what the NBA players have done since they have so much power is they're basically telling the teams like, yo, trade me a year and a half out so you can get some more vo- value for me because there's no way I'm resigning here. So... It's it's just tough because in basketball you can you just can't get proper value for a star player, 
Um, but basically, by not trading him now, it allows them to get to the offseason. Now the Celtics can trade for him because there there's a weird thing um, with Kyrie that they couldn't trade for Kyrie and Anthony Davis and both have them on the roster at the same time. Um, so the Celtics will now be in play. Um, the Knicks, depending where their pick lands, could be a much more viable option. So basically, they um, they took their chance. I mean, it's scary. So Anthony Davis doesn't have the best health record. So it's like, okay, are we going to play him even every two out of three games um, when we when we know our season's not going anywhere? And if he does get hurt, like our franchise is absolutely fucked. Like if he gets hurt. Then he just sits out next year, and he's gone forever, and you get nothing, um, which would be pretty devastating, like <laughs> borderline devastating to the degree that New Orleans Pelicans might have to move the team. Um, so so we'll see what happens there. But no, it's not full-on devastating. Um, uh, yeah. And it, it's, one of, it's one of those brutal things that it's like, okay, are we going to tell Anthony Davis to sit out the rest of the year when we – He's A, our best player, and then B, it's like telling the other 14 guys on the team, like, yeah, we don't care if you guys go out there and get hurt. We got to sit him. Like, it's, it's just the worst thing you can do as a team. Yeah, you also got to sell um, tickets. Yeah. So, they'll, uh, yeah, they'll, I, I mean, they'll reevaluate in the offseason. It's still looking like, I mean, it's kind of Lakers, Celtics, or Knicks. I think everyone's still leaning Lakers heavy. Knicks could be big wild card. Celtics could get theirself in the mix. Um, but, yeah, it's not the end of the world. Um, did you I, – I know you put the link in there. Did you watch any of the uh, NBA draft, all-star like, game draft? Just like all? the little snippets of Giannis uh, saying, like, isn't that tampering? And Barkley making a joke about trading all of the bench players for Davis – and, right and LeBron laughing. Uh, yeah, I don't yuck that stuff up as much as like you and and I think the world. I it doesn't do anything for me, but I, I guess it's fun. It's funny that LeBron chose all the free agents. That's a fun move. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I yuck it up. I was gonna say is a strong term, but it's never been a strong term. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's it everything everything comes up NBA man. LeBron comes out there. The trade deadline passes, which was a really active, busy, fun trade deadline. It leads right into the all-star draft, which is like, I mean, that's, I guess that's another thing. This is picking players to play on your team is one of the most like fundamental things of basketball. Like that's day one basketball, like baseball. You can't get 22 of your buddies together to play a pickup game of baseball, football, uh, essentially, I guess football has it too from the dynamic of if you're playing just like six on six, you have a quick draft. Um, I guess maybe in the hockey world, I never really got there. But I mean, this is the essence of basketball. It's guys showing up to the court. Okay, I'll take that guy. You take that guy. LeBron taking pretty much all the free agents is fun. And being able to joke about it in, in a league that says they care about tampering, I mean, that's hilarious to me. Um, and it, it was just kind of fun. And like, I, the more important thing that I think I was trying to hint at to you was that, uh, I think you like Giannis. Giannis is kind of this cute, quiet, silly superstar from the Greek Isles. Um, so it's kind of fun. Yeah. I like Giannis. He was making jokes. He did a, he did a, uh, well to open the show, which did, I'll, I will say I'm a total sucker for this. They go, all right, we got LeBron James and Giannis Anacacumpo here. 
And they go, hey, Shaq, before we get started, say Giannis' last name. <laughs> and he goes, Agagumpo. And Giannis <laughs> was just like, <laughs> nope. And they were like, Giannis, tell him how to say it. And he just goes, uh, he can call me Superman. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, Giannis. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Dwight, hey, Howard, Dwight is- Howard tried to do that, and Shaq did not like it. Yeah, and then they made fun of Dwight Howard, so it's kind of funny. Um, the, yeah, the NBA is kind of kind of gloves off. Um, but yeah, yeah it was the kind NBA of fun. is a reality. It's more of like an entertainment than a sport at this. point. Oh yeah, I I think it's a good mix. I mean, basketball is a great sport. The, there is a ton of reality aspect that I could see being too much, but um, it's it's kind of pretty to it. Like like Dirk Nowitzki just tweeted. So they did um they did a, they added Dirk and Dwayne Wade to the All Star game this year. Just as like the old guys that are going to be Hall of Famers, and this is their last season, so they did like the whole draft, and then it was like, all right, you each get to pick one of these guys. You go, you go first, LeBron, and like LeBron and Dwayne Wade are known as these best friends, blah blah blah. So LeBron, in a hilarious joke, goes, "Well, I'm obviously going to take Dirk. Nah, I'm taking my boy Dwayne Wade." Blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> so Dirk just tweeted out this morning, or actually it was yesterday. He goes. Want to hear a funnier joke, King James? You and Wade in the 2011 finals, because that's when Dirk beat them. So it's like, all right, Dirk, like you still got some lead in your pencil. I like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think baseball could learn a little bit from that. I mean, we don't have to make it into reality show. Yeah, um, I'm not into it. But, I mean, everything just coming up. Space. Dude, the Lakers-Celtics game after was great. I mean, it, it had these... So, A, it was a great basketball game. But, B, these are the storylines. So, LeBron and Kyrie to start. LeBron and Kyrie going forward. And then basically everyone else on the roster are the parts that are being offered for Anthony Davis. So everyone's been comparing Jason Tatum and Brandon Ingram for the past two months. So like literally everywhere on the court um, had like an internal battle going on. And I mean, Rondo against his old team hits the game winner, the guy that could never shoot. Um, I mean, it was just a beautiful day for the NBA. Nice. I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the biggest news from baseball world, Jim, the di- the disabled list is now called the injured list. So, yeah, I'm going to it's going to take me a while to get used to that. But those disabled people, they don't like it. Like were disabled people offended by this? Is this why this happened? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think so, disabled disabled means permanent. Like you are permanently disabled. And injured means right. you can recover from it. But eventually the injured people will get up in arms. Fucking, I'm injured. You just... DL uh, is you just d- so much better than IL. I know. Is like D- You can't say IL. Maybe in 10 years are we going to be saying he's on the IL naturally? Because it sounds so I unnatural. I guess so, but it sounds bizarre, right? It sounds so unnatural. Um, you, you have any thoughts on the Real Muto trade? No, because I'm so out of touch with the... the uh, my only thought is the Phillies are doing really good things and I'm happy for Phillies fans in a way, not like specifically. I'm just happy for any fan base where they're like actively really trying to do good right now. Not a lot of fan bases can say that about their ownership. So Phillies fans, Phillies are doing good stuff. Uh, They traded a guy named Sixto, which is a weird name. Yeah. Sixto Sanchez. He, uh, he projects pretty well in my, uh, my nerdy game I've played and I I've heard his name. He's, he's a pretty decent prospect. He's, potential to be a top of the line starter and the other the other big prospect they got I think he's a catcher so 
Um, I don't know. The re- reports are that the Marlins did kind of decently. I think they threw in a couple fringe guys, which you always like. That's the Cashman way. You never know. Um, yeah, you need so those yeah, every, guys ev- in there. Everyone's basically saying that the Marlins did pretty good, and they did like they just did ridiculous stuff with the Yankees. Did you hear the the Cindergard three way team rumor that came out? Yeah, but that came out while we were at winter meetings too. Like that they were trying to do that, and they wanted yeah, it, Andujar and uh, and Gary. Yeah, but like they they like officially came out with it, and people are like, "Ah, you silly." Um, no, no, no. That's the yeah. same as it was the same as the Chris Stapps, Anthony Davis trade. So it wasn't official. Okay. Um. But yeah, I think I think this makes the Phillies big time players. Um, a deal was in place is is the term. Oh, I want uh, no. We we won't do this because I don't need to throw you under that bus. Um. You I was gonna say I think that I think this makes again? I think this makes Phillies um a big time player for Machado or Harper at this point. I mean they already have been, but like you just brought in a catcher to one of the best position players in the league. Bring in one of these other guys you've been talking to. Yeah, well, I don't know the, where the math is on like where where the how close they are to the number and all that. Yeah. Um because that I, would that would change it. Well, that's the the big thing everyone keeps going back to is the Phillies owner is um he came out and said like before this offseason he said they were they were willing to spend crazy money or something like that and they haven't. They they traded for Real Muto and they signed McCutcheon. So they're uh I mean people are saying they're still a player for both. I don't believe that, but we'll uh we'll see. Who knows, man? It's weird. I think that the Phillies have an offer out there for Machado. And I think the White Sox like definitely have an offer out there for Machado, and uh, he doesn't want to go to either. That seems what it, what it is, because otherwise, if he wanted to go to those places, he would be at those places. So I don't That's know who crazy. I don't know who they're holding out for. Someone DM'd me and was like, "Hey, big rumor in the Dominican that Manny's going to the Red Sox for ten years, three hundred. And I'm like, "Wow, that would be nuts." If they did that, I think the Yankees would respond by getting Bryce right away. I don't think that's can we do can we do the trade in place real quick before halftime and we'll never talk about it again? Are you gonna clap and laugh like you are? I'm not gonna clap and laugh, but this I I have an example that that'll I think clear everything up. Okay, well, I mean to clear it up, it's just semantical that you. If made the it Orioles called the Yankees and said, "Hey, we'll give you Caleb Joseph for Aaron Judge," that would be a deal in place. No, it was it would be if the Yankees called up the Orioles and said, Hey, we'll take Caleb Joseph for Aaron judge. And the Orioles said, okay, will judge sign an extension? Then yeah, the deal is being talked about. No, that's what happened. All right. You're we're, we're in semantic world. I I know that we're in semantic world, but you won't let it go. Well, no, it's because it's, it's a deal was never in place. That's what I'll say. Okay. Wow. Okay. Halftime. Never again. Halftime. Sim uh, doesn't have his bed in here. Just sleeping. Laugh time. Are we doing weekend stuff? Are we slipping that into halftime? Is that coming at the end? What weekend stuff? Just like what you got going on this weekend? Just working. I'm excited to just edit and edit and edit. I mean, are your guests out of town? Uh, no. Katie and her Anna are going to the city today, so I got the house to myself. And then nice. I think she leaves Saturday. Okay. So maybe I have to do an airport run on Saturday. 
There's no like games going on. Like like the past couple of weeks, my dad's come over and watched a football with me. Mm. But there's nothing. I think I'm just. I think I'm just. I mean, I have so much. I, I sound like an idiot, or no one cares is what I should say. But I have so much editing to do. Frediting. What? That's not even a joke. And we're um, we're testing out the Instagram TV, and it takes like an hour to export. So I got I'm running two computers. It's crazy. Right. It's crazy. How have they done anything in the city yet that you've been jealous about? <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, I know that sounds rude, but you're such not a city guy, and they're doing the cityest things ever. Uh, they do went to the 9/11 memorial, and I would like to do that at one point in my life. Okay. Um, okay, but but that's also like a weird like thing to say you're jealous of. Right. Uh, no, I don't think so. I'd like to do that. Uh, everyone that I know that's went has said it's like really heavy. Yeah. Like you need to schedule like an hour afterwards to like get back to come down. Yeah. yeah come up. But I think I think uh, I would like to do that. I think it's important that you you see that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like some people are like, no, I don't want to see that. I think it's important that you do go see it. Uh I'm not sure. So yeah, other than that, other than that, no, no. Uh, I'd hate the city. Someone asked me that. There you go. Someone asked me that the other day. Like, oh, are you ever going to be in Manhattan? I was like, if I am, I'm not doing anything but leaving Manhattan as soon as I am done with whatever I'm doing. Yeah, we might have to work on your your New York speech going forward with <laughs> with current career path. Just be like, yeah, the the city's too much for me. Maybe just stop there or something like that. <laughs> Why is it too much? Because oh, it fucking sucks. <laughs> there it is there it is it's garbage dude it's just garbage all over i could mess around in san francisco a little bit new york's just gross all right let's do this i read the news today oh boy and though the news was rather sad I just have to laugh. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. A wedding descended into a crazy brawl after the groom hit on a teen waitress. Not a good start. The boiling water challenge has left eight people severely burnt, Jake. It was the boiling water that burnt them. A frozen cat was revived after being found in a Montana snowbank. Literally was frozen like a frozen, like a goldfish. Alive. Mm. So kill that cat before it reproduces, and then we have indefensible cats in our lives. Kill this cat, please. Shocked hunters film Bigfoot stalking the mountains of Utah. Another Bigfoot sighting, Jake. Oklahoma courthouse evacuated after abundance of of of, of bed bugs pour from a lawyer's suit. Mm. <laughs> Your Honor, may I address the court? Takes off his jacket, just like a swarm of bed bugs. I don't even get it, but it's hilarious. Uh, alleged thief fails to open a fast food cash register, so instead grabs some fried chicken and leaves. Great job by the fried chicken place. And a woman assaulted her boyfriend with a frozen pork chop. I read the news today, oh boy. Whew. You right? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun stuff. The, the bed bugs visual cracks me up. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I think this is, I, again, I, I mean, I'm not well-versed in law school because I, I, you know, I just went a different path, 
But, like, I think that should be in a law school book. Like, if you need to get out of a day real quick, go full bed bugs. Oh, wow. I didn't even think that he did it on purpose to get, like, oh, a, yeah. a stay of leave or whatever, like a, a break. When have you ever seen someone leaking bed bugs and this lawyer comes in for a day of court leaking bed bugs? That's a tactic. Yeah, this 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 quote. It's hard to imagine someone doesn't know, you know, that some bed bugs are crawling all over them, certainly in abundance. <laughs> yeah. It is hard to know. Uh, a courthouse user noticed them and said she could visibly see something crawling on his neck, which was later found to be bed bugs. He had also placed his jacket over some file folders, and when his jacket was moved, the bed bugs were discovered there. I don't even think he cared. You're correct, Jake. This dude did this on purpose. Oh, yeah. Wow. I love it. Someone might have escaped that they haven't found yet. Like, this was a distraction. Oh, see, I don't think, because, I mean, I don't think the court of law works like that. It's not like, oh, it, well, we we couldn't do it today. Good luck out there. I think it was they needed. Well, they, they evacuated more evidence. They evacuated they enough. I agree with that, but they evacuated all the inmates that were there. Oh wow! So yeah, it could be part of more of a master plan. Wow, that's great. Because at first I was thinking of it more from a my cousin Vinny standpoint. When uh, the other guy's lawyer just gets up to make his opening speech and he's stuttering and he's like, "God damn it! What the fuck is this public defender? Like this sucks." Right. Like I was thinking, if you if you're on trial. For something you didn't do, and your lawyer shows up and he's just leaking bed bugs, you're like, fuck, I'm gonna go to jail. But right. now we've switched to flip. You have, and I believe I'm with you. This guy masterminded the courthouse. This is not the oh, first yeah. time he's gotten his bud bed bug suit. That's great. <laughs> that's great. It's great. It's great. You're saying bed bug soup? <laughs> saying suit or soup. Uh, Never wow. been good with that one. How about this frozen cat? Like I, I didn't come to the realization we needed to kill this cat until I was in mid-delivery of the news. But I thought of it as I was reading it, like, holy shit, this cat can't die. We can't have this thing reproducing. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's always the answer. Um, oh, God, that's scary. You just looked at a picture of it? No. No, but I'm just thinking about stumbling upon a frozen cat. Yeah. I mean, look at the picture of it, Jake. It's uh oh, do I have to? Yeah, you're gonna like it. Look at the picture. Here, I'll share the screen for anyone that's watching live as well. All right, I this, clicked it. This frozen cat. Oh God. Is the most frozen <laughs> cat. The most frozen you can be, basically. So you're telling me this thing get out of here, pop up. Well, this thing survived. It was frozen like a goldfish in the winter. Now it's right. alive. I know it might look cute, but that's that's some sort of different kind of animal, and we need to stop it from reproducing. I'm serious. This might sound really dumb. Don't kill it, but, but don't let it reproduce. Why doesn't this work with humans? <laughs> My thing about science is, <laughs> I wish my I had, thing about science. <laughs> I wish I had. I'm gonna go get that sound clip whenever you ask a question like that. I don't but, know. But seriously, how does this work on a cat but not a human? <clears throat> or would it? Because this is an alien cat. It's up to no you, good. You're just you're going full alien cat on this. 
Evolution's wild, man. People are being born without wisdom teeth. Cats are being bred to survive frozen winters. I don't know. Like, is it being frozen for just a short period of time you can survive it? Like, I, I just need to know the mechanism Okay, here. well, if I'm talking in parentheses here, parentheses right. open, I think just its fur is frozen, parentheses closed. So, like, you don't think its heart ever stopped beating? Does it say that in the article? I didn't read it because I can't spend that much time on a cat article. But, yeah, I can't either. But uh, I'm going to guess it, its heart kept beating. I'm just saying why, you know, Han Solo was frozen in Star Wars, basically. This cat does it. I mean, what are, what are we doing here? I don't know. What are we doing? We're throwing boiling water all over ourselves. Eight people got severely burnt. Yeah, that's a, it's a tough look. How many people caught hypothermia from the ice bucket challenge? I don't know. Me neither. I mean, I, I feel like ice bucket, ch- ice bucket challenge was on people's own prerogative. You know what I'm saying? So is the boiling water challenge. Well, it had to be during freezing conditions. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the boiling water challenge, if no one doesn't know, it's you filled a pot of boiling water, and then it was when, when the frozen tundra basically came, the Arctic weathers in the Midwest last week. You'd throw the frozen water. It would turn into, like, ice, snow, midair, and look really cool. Not going to lie. It looks really cool. Yeah, it does. I'm, like, a huge fan of the visuals that came out of the boiling water challenge. If but, we were in college, we absolutely would have done the boiling water challenge. My cousin Jake sent me a video of him doing it outside of their dorm room in Chicago. And and my aunts responded in the group chat like, don't you think like there's some other people like that you might be dropping boiling water on? <laughs> no. <laughs> like you don't think about that at all. But we would can't live can't live life that way. No, not, not when you're in college. Uh, we would have done the boiling water challenge easily. And yeah, my thumb might have got burnt for sure. Someone would have got a mile injury, but we would have laughed. Yeah. I mean, there had to be a lot of college kids that did the boiling water challenge and were interested to see how the water felt after passing through like 10 feet of the cold air. Like if it would burn you. Right. And maybe you just hold a hand out like from like 12 feet away and see if by the time. Thousand percent people testing it that way. Of course you have to. Yeah. Katie's coming in the room, and she whispered something. Oh, she's giving Zimmer a carrot. You want live play-by-play? Zimmer is looking at the carrot, sniffs it, big sniff, two big sniffs, zero interest in the carrot, says, I'm not a horse, and I'm already blind. No need for a carrot. <laughs> Katie is really trying to get him to eat this carrot. He doesn't want the carrot, Jake. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's now dropped in front of him, and he is completely uninterested in the carrot. So now you've all heard play-by-play of my dog. <laughs> now now, nice. now he's just awake looking at Katie like, why'd you put this carrot in front of me? I was sleeping, and now this carrot's here. Yeah, we, um, I, I was pretty disappointed because uh, uh, Noodle used to like, Noodle used to like ice cubes, but I guess that's full-on teething thing. Or not teething, but like puppy teeth thing. They just need to do it. So now he, he used to treat ice cubes like they were a treat. Now doesn't care at all. And we used to have this in our freezer when we used to open it. A couple ice cubes used to fall out because we had too much ice in there. So I used to be like, oh, perfect. This is why you got a dog. And then he'd come over, look at him and be like, no, thanks. And then deuce. And I was like, come on, bro. And then we, <laughs> we did carrots for a little bit. I think he put down two carrots and then he was like, never again. Yeah. Zim's being I'm filming it because he's just pretty pissed. He's a late sleeper these days. 
Like sure. he'll he'll be dead asleep. He's usually snoring through radio. Now he's now he's got the carrot under his neck. Like he's he's mm. laying on top of the carrot. He really really uninterested in this carrot. It's like I don't want it, but if I need it, I've got this carrot under my neck. <laughs> yeah, I'll just keep this warm, and maybe I'll like it better when it's warm. Ooh, he's cooking it. I yeah, like that. Now now he's off that. Now he's off that. Now the carrot's just, yeah, just zero interest. Got woken up. That'd be like if someone woke me up with dog food. Are you hungry? Do you yeah. want to eat this dog food? No, no, sleeping. 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 So... Yeah, I'll How'd just, your golfer do I'll, yesterday? I'll just leave this dog food right next to you, and maybe you'll get to it later. Oh, no, no. That's no. Not, that's dog food. How'd my golfer do? Funny that you yeah. ask. You want to play the golf music? Oh, yeah. I, ha- I still don't have this queued up on the, on the board, but. Tough. No, no. It's, it's easy. I'm quick with the YouTube. Yeah. In the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, my golfer, Brant Snedeka, was three under for the day. Shot a 69. Not a bad start mm. for Brant Snedeker. Leading the John Boy and Jake one-and-done fantasy challenge is Scott Stallings, who's six under through two on day two. He's tied with Phil Mickelson, Brandon Grace, and Jason Day. And those are just the golfers who were chosen in the John Boy and Jake one-and-done challenge. Mm. Who did you choose again, Jake? I chose Adam Scott. He finished at minus one, but he's not a day one guy. So big, big day today. Coming in last place out of the fantasy one and done challenge was Andrew Putnam, who was Mm. chosen by who chose Putnam. Let's find his ugly name. Golfers Mm. other than Tiger question mark. What? Mm. After day one. Golfers other than Tiger, you're a real fucking dummy. Looking like a fool. Dumb, dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. All right, that ends that. We'll see who wins. Brant Snedeka. All right. Brant Snedeka. That's a good good name, right? It's a bad name that you have to use a fun accent to make it a great name. Ooh, good call. Brant Snedeker. Kind of a gross name. Brant Snedeker. It's a good for... It's a good 40s name. Yeah. Oh. Bed of the day. It's the bed of the day. 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 Stepping up to the plate. We got Jake Storielli, who's got two in a row. He's two and two on the week. This Friday pick will finalize whether he's a winner or an ugly loser for the first full week of February. Jimmy, me, I am three and oh in my last three. I'm three and one on the week. Impossible for me to have a losing week because I've already won three of the allotted five chances to win in a week. That's how math works, folks. We're both 13 and 9. Jake, who do you got? Who do I got, James? I want to, I want to, I want to, uh-uh, on the kitchen, on the floor. I'm like an alley cat. I'll um, French maid, spill the milk. I'll look it up, and then I want more. I think I'm going to keep it in the association. <gasps> I think... Uh, I like a late night game. I'll keep it earlier. Let's go. 
Mm. Okay, I've got it. He's got it, folks. I'm going to go with, well, I'll tell you the game. The Denver Nuggets are going into Philadelphia to play the 76ers. The 76ers are favored by four and a half points. Whew, Denver Nuggets are going to Philly. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Nuggets going to Philly. Okay. And the, what are, who's favored? The Philadelphia 76ers are favored. By? By four and a half. Wow, not that much, Jake. Wow. Not that much. Who are you taking? What, what, are, what are you currently leaning? Do you have a current lean? No, I don't. I mean, I don't know anything about these teams, so let me go pull up some info. I was just filling out the scoreboard so I don't forget to. So the, right. the, the 76ers just did the trade for Tobias Harris, mm-hmm. giving them one of the best top fours in the league. Um, I've already done a little bit of flip-flop on myself on this. That's um, good. good I, I want, but, I, but I'm going to show you a tweet. I was going to pick the Denver Nuggets because I was going to go with, uh, you know, the, the Sixers need some time to gel. But I'm going to send you a link right now that shows you why I'm going with the 76ers. Um, I ju- just texted it to you. So basically what I just texted to you was they traded Markel Fultz, if we'll remember that. Um, but it's a clip of Markel Fultz hitting a three-pointer in Philadelphia in a game that was it was a blowout. They were up, They were up like 20 late, and he pulls up and hits a three. The play celebrated like they just won the title. And it's it's not in a mocking way. At that time, it was literally excitement for Markel Fultz. Like, oh, this guy's the future. He's back. So I just think this rabid Philly sports town is going to rally around their new team. And I think the, the environment is just going to be bonkers. I think it's just going to be absolutely nuts in there. And I think the Sixers end up winning by minus four and a half. That that clip that you just showed me of Marco Feltz hitting a three in the place going nuts for a three in garbage time reminded me a lot of one of my favorite videos on YouTube of that autistic kid who who was the the like player coach. Um, yeah, what was his name? Jason something. Jason was- McClellan is uh, if you, I don't know I don't know if it's possible that people haven't seen this this right. But I'll never not cry when I watch it. Yeah. Um, I have it on in the background. I just got chills, and I, I'm not even have the audio on. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's one of the cooler things, and that Marco Feltz reminded me of it, which isn't a good thing for Feltz because he doesn't have autism and isn't a water right. boy. Uh, so, yeah. So wh- why are you – so how is that clip lending you in one way on the bet? So I just think – so a this Sixers crowd is rabid, um, and I just think with this new team tonight, I think the place is just going to be on fire. I think it's going to be a lot uh, for the young Nuggets to go into, and I mean it's it's going to be like there's a learning curve when you grab new players and you want to learn the offense and do all that fun stuff. But I mean, I just think 
the place is going to be bonkers, and they are going to be it. It's shots are just going to be going in. I I think the Sixers win by more than four and a half. So that didn't have anything to do with Fultz. It had to do with the crowd being just eager to cheer. Yeah, I mean Fultz is gone now. So yeah, it, I that was just an it, a, an incredible example of the crowd because I think a lot of people would see that and think it's almost like a Bronx cheer, like they were mocking Fultz. That cheer is a city so excited to see what that young man has. And tonight, it's going to be a city so excited to see what their new team has. I hear what you're saying. I'm looking at I'm looking at the game logs for both teams. I'm seeing a different storyline play out, I think. Okay. I'm, I'm not positive. I'm not positive, but the Nuggets have gone on a road trip, okay? A four-game road trip that they're on right now. They... They, uh, they beat Houston at home, right? Then they go on this four-game road trip. They beat Minnesota by one, okay, at Minnesota. Right. So they're traveling the East Coast. They're making their way over. They go to Detroit. They lose to Detroit, 129 to 103. Pretty bad. Then they go more right. East. They lose to Brooklyn by five. So now they're lost last two on their road trip. They have one more game on their East trip, East Coast road trip. They're going down to Philly before they go back west, right? Right. This is a big salvage the road trip. You go. You have to go two and two on the road. You have to go five hundred on the road if you want to be a real deal team, which Nuggets are. They're in second place, right. so they're like, we can't be going on a road trip and losing three out of the four games. Let's okay. salvage the road trip. Let's go to Philly. Let's beat them down before we go home so we don't, you know, you got to win the, you got to salvage the road trip. That's basically, that's what the coach is saying. Salvage the road trip. And the Philly and the, the 76ers, they're coming off two losses. Um, then they got the Lakers coming next. So they're like, first the Lakers will we'll, we'll, we'll gel tonight, but winning's not a priority. Versus the Lakers, we're going to be fully gelled, and we're going to show everyone versus the Lakers who we are. All right. So, so there you go. So my my storyline is a little different than yours, which means Jakey Jakey about to make a big mistakey. I am on the Nuggets covering. All right. You're on the 76ers. Locked in. Locked in. Nice. Nice. Update. Zimmer has moved a foot away from the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> not not into the carrot nonsense. I don't like carrots either. Yeah, here. Too, 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 too dry. All right, Jake. That ends the show. That ends the week. We appreciate everyone that has been listening. Leave a review. We're close to... Actually, I wasn't going to do this yet. By our 100th episode... I would like to have 100 reviews. Our 100th episode okay. drops in four weeks because we're at 70-something. So, yeah, in like four weeks, March, mid-March, we have 60-something reviews right now. So we need 35 or so reviews in the next three weeks. That's a big ask. It's a huge ask. But more than 100 people and several, several or a lot more than 100 people listen every single show. So if you haven't left a review yet, 
go leave a review. That would be very nice, and we'd appreciate it. Take time it. to leave a review. Review weekend. How about that? Yeah, review weekend. Go leave a review. Thanks, guys, and we will uh, see you later. Have a good weekend. Good luck to all the golfers. Soy embrio. That's all the words I know. I gotta tell you, best friends, you are my fucking best friends. Seriously, it's like the best night ever. This song, I'm really feeling this song. This song, fucking best song ever, ever, ever. Midnight chicks like heels off. Slow dude, you're old dude. Mamacita, te necesito. Soy embrio, that's all the words I know. Margaritas and microwave pizzas. I gotta tell ya, I gotta tell ya. Best friends, you are my fucking best friends. Seriously, it's like the best night ever. This song, I'm really feeling this song. This song. Best song ever, ever, ever.